The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends. Welcome to Tomorrow's World Telecast. Do you know when Jesus Christ will return to this earth? Many millions of professing Christians sincerely believe that Jesus Christ will return in power and in glory. Right now, as I tape this program, cities and churches all over America are presenting the Messiah Oratory by George Frederick Handel. Many of you, no doubt, remember this powerful refrain from that oratory, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Yes, your Bible clearly reveals that the very real personage of Jesus Christ will return to this earth as King of Kings this time. A genuine government of God will be set up here on earth. But when? Will it be within your lifetime? How can you know? How can you plan your life with this biblical understanding? Are there specific signs to show us when Christ will return? Stay tuned. My friends, I trust that most of you realize that our godless human society is truly coming apart. As we say, something has got to give. For governments all over this earth are facing more and more protests from enraged mobs. Remember the recent riots right in the heart of London, England? Did your television news picture the huge explosion of riots in Paris, in Rome, and in Athens? Think about it. Will we experience similar riots and much worse right here in the United States and Canada? Most people are increasingly frustrated with the confused governments of this world. Yet without the knowledge of the real God of the Bible and His great plan, people are fearful and frustrated. So for those of you who really believe the Bible, when will Jesus Christ return? And what will be the signs pointing to this? But first, as vital background information, let me give you these facts to consider. The Anglo-Saxon Celtic peoples of America and the British-descended nations are the descendants of the so-called Lost Ten Tribes of the House of Israel described in the Bible. When the prophetic books of the Bible talk about Israel, the House of Israel, at the end of the age, they're not talking just about the Jews. They're talking about us. And these things are happening to us right now. You don't have to believe this to see these things happening right around us. Think about it. They're happening right now. For when the eternal God spoke to our forefathers, he often spoke and typed to their descendants today, to us. Notice these inspired words from the book of Leviticus in your Bible. And remember, Jesus Christ said in Luke 4, verse 4, and Matthew 4, 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. And Jesus spoke of the Old Testament and quoted from it continually as the word of God, inspired of God. Turn to this in your own Bible, Leviticus 26, and follow me in your Bible. Check up on me. Don't just believe me. You believe what you see in your Bible. Lots of people say the Bible says this and the Bible says that, and it doesn't say any such thing. 
Notice what is written in your Bible, Leviticus 26, verse 3. Speaking to our ancestors here, he says in verse 3, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments to perform them, then I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce. He showed that we'll eat bread to the full. He'd give us peace. Everything would go well. But he says in verse 14, notice over in verse 14, but if you do not obey me and do not observe all these commandments, and if you despise my statutes, or if your soul abhors my judgment so you do not perform all my commandments, but break my covenant, God says, I will do this to you. Listen. I will appoint terror over you. And this can be translated terrorism. That's the first thing that began to hit us a few years ago as this time of the end really got underway. Terrorism. And more and more of it's coming and it's coming more quickly than many of you realize. I will appoint terror over you. Wasting disease. As people turn away from God, these things are going to happen increasingly. He says, I'll send on you wasting disease and fever, which shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it. Yes, our enemies are even buying up our foodstuffs on the commodity exchanges. They have futures where they own our crops ahead of time. Do you realize that? The average person in the street doesn't understand that, but that's already beginning to happen. Plus, he indicates, we'll begin to guess drought and famine and won't even have the crops in the first place. So he'll, he'll cause these things to happen. Your enemies shall eat it. I will set my face against you. You will be defeated by your enemies. Those who hate you shall reign over you. And you shall flee when no one pursues you. And after all this, if you still do not obey me, then I will punish you seven times, or as the modern translations have it, sevenfold more for your sins. Because we are a sinful nation. We've taken God out of the public square. We've turned away from the God of the Bible. We despise God's commandments. We despise His statutes, our leaders, our congressional leaders, our courts, our educational leaders, many of our even preachers and, and priests. They turn away from the way of God. God, help us to wake up. He says, I will punish you sevenfold more for your sins. I will break the pride of your power. That is beginning to happen. We are being brought down in many, many ways. The British descended and American peoples all over the world. We've been the great nations for about 200 years. That is beginning to change quickly. Let's understand and understand why. He says, I will make your heavens iron and your earth like bronze. The land shall not yield its produce. He says a little later, all these things are going to begin to happen, my friends, very quickly from now on. Now, let's notice a similar prophecy over in the book of Deuteronomy. Over in Deuteronomy chapter 28, he says in verse 1, To our forefathers again, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Eternal your God, to carefully observe His commandments, which I command you, that the Eternal your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. We have been that. The sun never set on the British Empire for many, many decades and then after World War I, America became the greatest single nation. But we have stuck together in World War I. The British and American people stuck together in World War II. We were given victory after victory. We stuck together in the first Gulf War, and we've tended to help each other all the time. We don't know who we are. We don't know we're the descendants of the House of Joseph's of the house of Israel, but we sense, we sense that there's a, a, something there much beyond language. 
and we've helped each other and God has guided it and we've been the balance of peace in the world. But now he says, I've set, I will set you on high and all these blessings shall overtake you. Protection, plenty of food, good weather, everything. As he said back in Leviticus 26, notice verse 15. But he says, if you will turn away from God and do not obey the voice of the eternal your God to keep these commandments and his statutes. All these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. Cursed in the country. Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body. We'll have more and more children born with various diseases and problems. He says the eternal will send on you cursing confusion and rebuke in all that you set your hand to do until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doing in which you have forsaken me. We have begun to forsake the God of the Bible. We need to understand these things are going to happen, my friends. So let's go on. Notice verse 41 now. You shall beget sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go unto captivity. Locusts shall consume your trees. Verse 43, The alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come down lower and lower. He shall lend to you, but you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail. All these curses shall come upon you, pursue you, and overtake you until you're destroyed. Why? Because you did not obey the voice of the eternal your God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded you. My friends, is the pride of our power being broken? Think about it. Think about the two vital symbols of America's power and how they were attacked in 9-11. The Twin Towers symbolized the great financial power of America. It was broken and crumbled right before our eyes. Thousands of us, millions of us, no doubt, saw it on television. The Pentagon, the symbol of our military power, was attacked and part of it destroyed right in front of our eyes, in front of the television screens, which we saw. God began at that point to bring us down, and it's going to speed up from now on. Heed my words. It will begin to speed up from now on. And let me be clear. These attacks in 9-11 were not the end for unless you and I and most of our neighbors and fellow citizens begin to repent and obey the God of the Bible. These horrifying attacks on New York, on Washington, and the other attacks that have occurred over in London and elsewhere will only be the beginning of the end. At this point, I want to offer you absolutely free a booklet describing the specific signs pointing to Christ's return. This booklet, entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return, is one of the most popular booklets we have ever published. 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return spells out these events that I'm talking about and more. It spells them out and gives documented proof from the Bible and from history and from modern news of these things. It describes in detail these signs announcing Christ's return. You need this booklet to understand your daily news. So call or write today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet, 14 Signs. That's all you need. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic, my friends. How can you know when Christ will return? My friends, let's now turn to Jesus Christ's own revelation about his return to this earth because he predicted it. Turn with me in your Bible. Check up on me. Follow. It'll mean a lot more. See it in your Bible. Matthew chapter 24, beginning in verse 3. As Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives, his disciples came privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? The end of this human society under the influences of the devil. Then for a thousand years, Christ will come back. It will be the kingdom of God, God's society. Notice what he said. What is the sign of the end of this age? Jesus answered and said, Take heed that no one deceives you. The first thing he talked about is false prophets. Notice how he words it. For many will come in my name. They'll use Christ's name but they won't preach his message, saying, I am the Christ. They'll tell you, yes, Jesus is the Christ, and they shall deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And nation will rise against nation. Here the Greek word is ethnos, different ethnic wars like those in Northern Ireland, those in various parts of what used to be uh, Yugoslavia, and in the Middle East, all kinds of local and ethnic conflicts all over the world are going to increase, plus major conflicts and world wars, nation against nation, and then basileia, meaning major wars, kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, Yes, there's going to be a lack of food and drought. Drought and food shortages. Watch for it. It's going to begin to increase all over this earth in front of your eyes. You're going to see it on the television news and read of it in the newspaper. Drought and famine. Pestilence. The hospitals will be overflowing. They'll have superbugs, as they're predicting, come along that the medicines won't have any effect upon at all. So we have to understand that pestilences and earthquakes in various places, many will have to be shaken before they will truly obey their Creator. God grant that you will begin to seek Him before these earthquakes strike. Think about it. Then the sixth prediction is persecution on true Christians. He said in verse Nine, then they'll deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Most of the mainstream churches are not hated, but God's true Christians will be hated at the time of the end. Then he comes on, of course, other things are going to happen, and he says, then 
another wave of false prophets. And then he says that here in verse 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and the end will come. That's another thing to watch for. That's the seventh point here. The true gospel will be preached. Will everybody be converted? No, it's to be preached as a witness. Most people are not going to pay attention. They're not going to at least heed the message but they will, be, they will be warned ahead of time. And God is using us in this very work to do that job. God help you to understand. Then another powerful thing is going to begin to happen. And you're going to watch and see that sometime in the next several years. Watch Jerusalem, as we have told you over and over. He says in verse uh, 15, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet... So you turn back to Daniel 11 where he describes this and the original abomination was set up by Antiochus Epiphanes, a pagan statue of Jupiter Olympus set right up in the temple of God. There's going to be some kind of a temple or at least an altar in Jerusalem built within the next several years and there will be some type of pagan thing later put in there by a Gentile power. When that happens, watch out. I'm telling you, watch out. That is one of the last things to happen just before the great tribulation and right after the great tribulation are the heavenly signs and Jesus Christ returns as King of kings and Lord of lords. This is powerful. These are specific things to watch. You need to understand. Again, I want to offer you this powerful booklet, my friends, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. It is absolutely free upon your request. This booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return, is one of the most popular booklets we have ever published. It will open your eyes. It will make your newspaper reading, your television news viewing much more meaningful. You're realizing here comes the prophecies of God. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. God tells you ahead of time, and this documents 14 of the major signs preceding Christ's return. This booklet spells out the vital world events to watch for, announcing Christ's return as King of Kings. It describes and documents these specific signs even more than I can do on this brief telecast. So call or write today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet on 14 signs. That's all you need. Call. Call right now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends. 
Think about what Jesus specifically prophesied and what is told us in the Bible about what's to happen just before Christ returns. Notice these specific prophecies. Number one, false prophets were to come. Number two, ethnic conflicts and wars were to come. Number three, drought and food shortages, they're going to come, my friends. Number four, disease epidemics. Major disease epidemics are going to occur. And next, major earthquakes, or as it says in Luke 21, great earthquakes. They're not always going to hit off in Indonesia or China or somewhere else. They're going to begin to hit our nations. I'm predicting that. Your Bible indicates that. Understand, wake up while you have the opportunity because you now know the truth. Big earthquakes will occur. Persecution of true Christians will begin to occur more than ever. And then number seven, the gospel will be preached as a witness. Somewhere on this earth, there is a genuine work of the great God. God will speak to you through his servants and help you understand what's going to happen before it happens. And God help you to understand and open your mind and be willing to act on the truth. The true gospel will be preached. Then number eight, the abomination of desolation will be set up in Jerusalem just before the great tribulation. So help you to, God help you to understand. God grant that you may have the faith and the courage to act on the understanding he's given. Turn back to Luke 21 now, verse 22. He says, these are the days of vengeance that all things which are written may be fulfilled. These are the days of vengeance at the time of the end when God will punish his people in love because he loves us. He wants to wake us up. God rebukes and chastens every son he loves. We've got to be willing to see where we're wrong and turn to God as a nation and quit pushing God away, quit blaspheming God by the way of life we live. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days, for there will be great distress in the land and wrath on this people. And then he says down in verse 28, he says, when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Christ will be coming soon at that time. And he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you likewise, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God the coming government of God is near. It's not something set up in your heart. When you see these things happening at the time of the end, he's not talking about an emotional feeling. He's talking about a literal government coming. That final government, Luke, uh, Daniel describes it back in, in, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, the four great, world, uh, four great ruling kingdoms of this world climaxing in that great stone which will come down and crush all the governments of this world and it will last forever. Back in Daniel chapter 2 and verse 44, that stone is coming, the rock of Jesus Christ and his government which will last forever. But he says these other governments are going to have to go down because they're not doing what God wants. Know that the kingdom of God, the government of God, is near. Surely I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things are fulfilled. This generation, we are now in that generation. 
We're in that time, my friends. Wake up and understand the time you're living in. Wake up and understand there is a real God. He guides the rise and fall of nations. He's beginning to intervene in human affairs. Read your Bible. Get this booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. Understand. Prove these things to yourself. Your life depends upon it when you understand. Don't draw back. Prove these things. Have the spiritual and intellectual faith and courage to act on what God is revealing to you right now. So he says, Surely I say this generation will by no means pass away till all things are fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, all this party stuff, drunkenness, the cares of this life. People just get caught up in their daily lives and they don't think about why am I here? Where am I headed? What's happening to my nation? Don't get taken up with that. Think about the purpose of life, lest that day come upon you unexpectedly, for it will come as a snare, a little trap that snaps on an animal before the animal knows what's happened on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. It's going to snap on all those who dwell, the vast majority of human beings. That means you. So if God is opening your mind, wake up and watch and pray and serve God. Here's what he tells you to do. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. We need to learn to do that, to be alert to prophecy. God tells us back here in the book of Amos, chapter 3, he says in verse 6 of Amos 3, If a trumpet is blown in the city, will not the people be afraid? If there's calamity in a city, will not the eternal have done it? Notice verse 7. Surely the eternal God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? The eternal God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? So again, may God grant you the faith and the courage to act on the truth, to pray always and watch world events so that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass. You need to watch and to pray. You need to believe God and you need to give your life to God. Give your life to God and be willing to do what God says and be willing to say, God, my life is your life. I'm going to follow this word. I'm going to study this word. I'm going to prove it to myself. I'm going to act upon it and I'm going to give my life to you and I mean it. I pray that all of you will come to that understanding and God can protect you and he will and guide your life for good in a way you cannot fully understand until you start acting on the truth. So God help you to act and give you the understanding and the courage to do what he clearly says. And my friends, tune in every week to Tomorrow's World program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will give you special perspective and insight on vital biblical topics. Again, my friends, call us or write us right now. Do it now before you forget it to receive your copy of this absolutely vital booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. And be sure to join us again next week, right here at this same time. See you here, my friends, next week. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.